This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. We have uh, Travis Hancock, my man. T-Bone, WFNZ in Charlotte, Mac and Bone in the morning. And Randy Slack from ESPN Wilmington. He is hilarious. Just figure that out if you go to his Twitter at rslack37. Gentlemen, appreciate both of uh, of your busy, busy schedules. Uh, so let's get right to it. And I'm going to start with you, Bone. Uh, yeah. Michael Jordan sells out. He makes, this is a great investment. He makes over a thousand percent on his investment. He bought his stake for two hundred and seventy-five million, he's selling it for more than, or roughly around three billion dollars. Maybe he can't own a team, but I would hire him to manage my money. Uh, absolutely. You think about the ratio of the payout to actually good decisions he made over the last, you know, seventeen years. He's really uh, made out well here, right? No, it's uh, it's something that has been talked about here for a while that that he is looking to sell his majority stake. It's not It's not shocking that it's happening. It's sort of surprising to me of when it's happening now. It's happening fast. And, you know, the draft is next week. They've got Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson coming back in on Monday to meet MJ. Uh, it's free agency time after that. There's the, the Miles Bridges stuff that's coming up uh, yeah. when they bring him back. So there's a lot of basketball stuff happening. So it's a little surprising to me that, it didn't wait a little longer into the summer for this thing to come about, but it, it's there now, and uh, now we analyze what the hell just happened the last 17 years with MJ in charge. Uh, Randy, you can comment on that, but I'm going to add to it. Why do you think that the Hornets have basically been unable to attract a free agent? You got Michael Jordan. Everybody loves Michael Jordan. Would they have been better off if Kobe was the owner? Uh, honestly, I have no idea. Uh, it's weird that, uh, you know, this is the first owner in a long time. When's the last time an owner sold a team in in the United States that wasn't because he had died or he was a disgraced owner? Nobody (laughs) sells teams. It's really weird. I wonder if Mike just wanted to be more at Big Rock trying to get some Marlin or something. He's just, he's he's busy this week. He certainly is busy this week. Are you you suggesting that Daniel Snyder is disgraced, that Jerry Richardson was disgraced? Are you suggesting that? You know, I mean, uh, I don't know if they wanted to sell, did they? Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, they're right. Allegedly for <laughs> I, look. Adam, I was gonna, Adam, I know you asked him, but I was going to say, I know that the focus is on not attracting players and the players that he could attract, whether it was Gordon Hayward not working out, Al Jefferson, another free agent. You know, he worked out for a year, and Nick Batum, they re-signed him. They've, they've gotten stuck with some bad contracts. But I ask you this. It's not just the players. What premier coaches? Has MJ attracted yeah. here since he took over? Yes, Larry Brown was here, end of the line. <laughs> Paul Silas was all right, although when he got here the second term, didn't work out. What big-name coaches has he attracted and not just the players? I ask you that. Oh, there's – well, here, here's – I guess here's my question about it's, – it's sort of a question with a question. Um, did he ever give any of those coaches – they went back to Steve Clifford – did he ever give coaches who looked like they might get it but just maybe needed more time uh, to get better at it because they did go for young coaches, did they ever give these coaches enough time? Did Did James Borrego prove that he wasn't good? 
No, I mean, he went up 10 wins a year each year, and then he got, you know, removed for, for – he got removed, and they didn't hire another coach for, like, what, like three months to whatever it was until after he, he left here. This this offseason, look at this offseason. There are massive names out there. There's Nick Nurse was out there, Monty yeah. Williams, Budenholzer, yeah. Doc Rivers, and not saying they all would want the job here, but they stuck with Steve Clifford again, yes, because the ownership stuff happening, but – there's a lot of massive names out there that they don't even they don't even attempt anything on it appears. Look, the silver lining with the Hornets though is look at Denver, a team that had no history, a team that never did anything and nobody ever thought about it all. I mean, anything can happen. Will it happen? Probably not. Maybe not, but it could. This is hope, hope springs eternal when you have a team like the Denver Nuggets win an NBA championship. But how long have they stuck with Mike Malone, right? Um Somebody who has proven to be an outstanding coach. And maybe the Hornets have not hired that guy. And I would also go one layer. What's the layer between the owner and the head coach, the general manager? I mean, I'm not, I have not been in love with anybody that has manned that position for the Hornets. They have drafted, eh? I realize you're just throwing darts and hoping to hit one. Uh, when you're not picking in the top, you know, two or three every year, that it's not easy to get it right. But it seems like other teams get it right more often than the Hornets have. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. i got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, and that, that goes into, I mean, we, we, we could spend, and we do, I can't tell you how many shows in Charlotte on players that they could have had in a draft. I mean, it, it, it's got to the point now where I even, I lose track. For example, for as great as Kemba Walker was here in 2011 when he got drafted, he was their second pick of the lottery. Bismack Biombo went two picks before him. <laughs> oh, by the way, in that same draft, a couple picks later, uh, Clay Thompson and then Kawhi Leonard. So they could have had, you know, conceivably Kemba Walker and, and Kawhi or Kemba Walker and Clay Thompson, other drafts. They did, they passed on Devin Booker. They passed on Donovan Mitchell. It goes on and on and on of the guys they did not get. It, it's really, they should do a 30 for 30 on this for, and they could do an eight parter on this. <laughs> it would be a, a two forty for two forty If my math is correct, we have uh, yeah. T bone, <laughs> Travis Hancock from Mac and bone in the mornings in Charlotte on WFNZ and Randy slack from ESPN Wilmington. He is hilarious. Uh, go check him out uh, at rslack37 on Twitter. I'm going to keep it in the NBA. It's a serious topic, unfortunately, for us. Uh, so I'll start with you, Randy. Uh, your thoughts on John Morant and a 25-game suspension? I mean, it had to be more than 18. Um, I thought they would maybe go a half a season. To anybody who says, well, he didn't break any laws, I mean, 
Yeah, he didn't break any laws. Technically, neither did Deshaun Watson, and I think he got you know a pretty a pretty. Uh, he didn't get the big enough suspension, but uh, it's you're held to a standard if you're a professional athlete. You you have a privilege of playing that sport, and honestly, to do something this dumb two months after getting punished for it originally, I don't know if twenty five is a big enough suspension. What do you think, Travis? Yeah, to his point there, I don't think it was anything about legalities. I think it's about a, a young player and a young man going down a bad path, and they're trying to prevent him from something either legal, half legal, something happening legally, or God forbid, worse. I think they see the direction he's going in, and they're trying to get his attention, and that's by taking basketball away from him for 25 games. Yeah, I think that's accurate. But my question is this, and it pertains back to the Hornets. Uh, Miles Bridges only gets 10 games. For the yeah. domestic violence, so ten games into next season, obviously they they somehow counted last year to some of that. But yeah. John Morant, I think that that's probably the right number. But Miles Bridges only gets ten games for domestic violence, and that whole story was uh, a sickening to see the images and, and and all that sort of stuff. So Miles only gets ten next season, and yet John Morant only gets twenty five. That seems a little imbalanced based off the circumstances. There, in my opinion, yeah, a hundred percent agree. Um, it would not be the first time that sports has failed, I'll just say failed women when it comes to these types of incidents. It is par for the course uh, when these types of things are either ignored as they were at Baylor for however long, allegedly, I'll just say allegedly just to cover, um, or, you know, what Deshaun Watson did or, or other Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I know he was suspended for a couple of games. Um, Here's my, my take, and Randy, I think you and I probably align on this. Um, for the people who said that there was there were no laws broken, I just I just say just sit it out, sit out the conversation because if first of all you you should understand by now that it doesn't matter whether laws are broken or not, the league is upholding, trying to uphold a their own image, and John Morant is not only uh, the image of the Memphis Grizzlies, but you're a high-profile player like that. You're part, you're the NBA. So there's that. And the the other thing is here, I believe they are trying to save a life. It might not be Jaws. Maybe Jaw will never be in jeopardy, in peril. But when there are guns involved, and remember, one of the incidents we're not even talking about is the pickup basketball game where he punched the, the 17-year-old uh, not not only like when the kid was standing, but when he was already down on the ground, and Ja apparently went back inside the house and brought out a gun and put it in the waistband of his shorts. I'm like, what are we doing? Like that wasn't even part of this, but all of it folds into one. And to me, I just look at it as what is what is it worth to save a life, and whether it's Jaws or somebody else's, and we all know. That it isn't doesn't have to be Ja. It could be somebody uh, saying, "Yeah, I'll show you, big professional athlete." And yeah. I mean, it just it it just becomes uh, an ugly situation. I'm not even that concerned over the ten million. I know it's not my ten million, uh, but he's already forget, made. There was one more. There was one more incident too. Don't forget this season. A member of his of 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 his uh, inner circle pointed a gun at a member of the Pacers traveling party after yeah. a game. Also. Yeah. Yep. So that that all that to me right there got the NBA's attention, and they said, "Oh, we we." Uh, so yes, the incidents where he was at the strip clubs were bad. I think that that incident where someone with John Morant pointed a gun at someone with the Pacers, I think that got their attention initially. 
All right, let me go back to Randy here because this is perfect because Joe Burrow uh, is up for a contract. So what will be more fat? Joe Burrow's bank account next year, not this year, Joe Burrow's bank account or Zion Williamson? I hate, I hate that I even said that. Oh, God. Well, first of all, I love that you keep prefacing that I'm hilarious and then we're talking about gun violence and domestic violence and all these great topics to talk about. So I appreciate that. Pressure, <laughs> pressure's on, Randy. Pressure's uh, on. But, but, but uh, secondly, the, the, the key factor here, there's two factors that work against Joe Burrow. Um, one, well, actually, there's three factors that work against Joe Burrow. One, Mike Brown is his owner and is the uh, is the cheapest dude in America. Right. So that's that's a red flag for Joe Burrow. That's more honestly, it's a more of a red flag for Jamar Chase in a few years. Uh, two, Joe Burrow feels like the kind of guy who doesn't care if he's the highest paid guy. He wants to make a lot of money, but he wants to keep his weapons and he wants to keep the team as intact as he can. So those are the two things. And number three. Uh, Zion Williamson has at least one, allegedly up to three pregnant women in his life, and that's a lot of food to have around a guy like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> very good. Very well thought out uh, there, uh, there, Randy. you have a thought on the, on that, Bone? Uh, no, what he said. That's good. He, he summed it up well. No, um, uh, I think it's Joe Burrow. Look, Zion, you know, he's obviously got to play more, and I think he needs a yeah. change of scenery for many reasons, but – we see all the time Zion toggles. He, he'll get overweight when he doesn't play. He'll put out a video here at some point soon where he looks like he's chiseled and he's yep. dunking and he's in shape. So Zion might get fat again. He might come back looking in shape. He goes up and down. I know this. Joe Burrow's wallet a year from now, that's not going down. That's staying pretty <laughs> fat. I'm going to go Joe Burrow there. Uh, Joe Burrow is the correct answer. I only brought that up just for the joke. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I root I root hard for Zion. I, I, I To me... Zion equals fun. Now, what we want is for Zion to stay healthy long enough where Zion equals fun and winning. And I thought New Orleans, when Zion was healthy a couple of years ago, uh, was pointed in the right direction. Now they're talking about, you know, New Orleans might not trust him enough to not trade him now. So I, I just hope that Zion gets it together and I might become a Knicks fan again if somehow the Knicks can figure out a way to get Zion Williamson. But frankly, I don't know. I think I'm happier not being a Knicks fan. All right, Travis. A lot of pizza in New York. Uh, the, oh, man. <laughs> big slices, too. Those big slices. Oh, very, very big slices. But And also, everything's open late. Every you can you can get yeah, whatever you yeah, want at 3 yeah, in the morning. I'm a, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm a Knicks fan, too, still. But I don't want Zion... Seeing a piece of pizza the size of Jalen Brunson—that's a disaster, right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Jason Brunson looks delicious to me. Um, <laughs> all right, Travis, rank the quarterbacks in the NF—the starting quarterbacks, not all of them—the starting quarterbacks in the NFC South, best to worst. Well, I'm putting Baker Mayfield dead last, and he's not moving. He can stay there for a while. So, <laughs> so Baker Mayfield's going last. I've got Desmond Ritter third because. We're not sure about him, but he's got Arthur Smith, an offensive guy. He's at least got Drake London and Kyle Pitts in a running game. I don't, I don't think he's great, but he's better than Baker Mayfield to me right now. Uh, right now, I'm going to say Bryce Young's uh, second and Carr first. However, that's only because we had not seen Bryce Young play a game yet. I think with the coaching that he has, and there are a lot of dudes in there, 
more so than we've ever seen a rookie quarterback have that can coach somebody up in terms of a rookie entering the league. They're up and down the line. I think that right now it's Carr 1, Bryce Young 2. But I think during this season, because of the coaching, and Sean Payton's no longer in New Orleans. Yep. So I, I'll say I'll say Carr 1, Young 2 for right now. I think during the season, you're going to see Bryce Young with his maturity level, his preparation. He's a, he's a different rookie. I think he could he could be number one before long here. Randy, you, you do you have your list? Yeah, I have uh, Carr one currently because uh, he's been in the league and he's been above average at, at best at times. Uh, Bryce at number two. Uh, I have Baker at three. Just, I mean, he took the Browns to the playoffs. That has to count for something. Was and, that, and was that in our lifetime? Yeah, that was uh, that was one of my favorite non-Bengals moments in NFL history. Seeing the Browns up twenty-eight nothing against the Steelers after the first quarter. Oh my God, that was that was sweet. And then uh, Desmond Ritter four, just because it's still incomplete for me with him. Um, we'll see, but I think by the end of the year it could be Bryce, possibly even Ritter at two, Carr three, Baker four, and I think Sean Payton's overrated as a side. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do very well in Denver at all. Uh, all right, uh, the answer is Bryce is number one, Desmond Ritter number two for all the reasons that uh, Travis laid out with Arthur Smith, and they've got some things in place. Derek Carr number three because he's been in the league and we've seen Derek Carr. I think the same <laughs> the, the same reasons <laughs> to be positive about Derek Carr are I I think are also reasons to be negative about Derek Carr. And Baker Mayfield, clearly number four. We also don't know about Michael Thomas for Carr. Like, we know Olave's there. and But, like, what? Michael Thomas has, like, 20 catches in three years. But, yet yeah. he's still there. And if he's that dude that we we thought he was and he was for a while, then that, that changes it. But Sean Payton could get something out of all those dudes on offense. I don't know anymore. It feels like that the Panthers don't have a one wide receiver right now, per se. I, Olave's really good, but I... I the weapons aren't what they once were in New Orleans either, in my opinion. All right. I, Serious question. Sure. Who plays more games, Michael Thomas or Zion Williamson? Ooh. <laughs> that, you know what? That would be a good prop bet in, uh, in Vegas. I'm going to go Zion slightly. <laughs> I think uh, Zion could I'll get to 20. Uh, Zion 6, Michael Thomas 4. There we go. <laughs> uh, this was not included in the, uh, in the cheat sheet, but... Um, Travis, do you already have tickets for Inter Miami's match at Charlotte FC? No, I, I don't yet, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be a heck of a uh, heck of a heck of an event coming here. No, that's uh, that that's big time though. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this is going to shock you both, but you know I've been doing this in Charlotte now for um, uh, I think I'm I'm on year 19 now in terms of just crossing 18, 19 for Panthers right. coverage. Uh, they don't really answer my calls still when I ask for free tickets for stuff. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll attempt it and I'll, I'll say, "Hey, this is uh, this is uh, Travis. This is T Bone," and they'll, uh, "Oh yeah, we got you." So I don't, I don't have a lot of clout here after 19 years still. So hoping to get some here at some point. Though. Totally, totally understand. Do either of you uh, are are either of you moved by Greg Berhalter returning to the Mets national team? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'll take, I'll take that as a no. I'll take that as a no. Neither if if you don't care, that's fine. It's it's perfectly okay. Um, well, I haven't, I haven't heard anything good about Greg Berhalter ever. So, I mean, ever. what what are we what are we what are we excited or happy for? The guy that coached last night was named Callahan, right? It was Callahan. DJ Callahan, yes, he was great. Uh, yeah, based off what we saw last night, yeah, let's keep him in there for now. I like that. We scored. We scored uh, three times. All right. Final thing uh, before I let both of you go. We are talking to Travis Hancock. Uh, T-Bone WF at T-Bone WFNZ in Charlotte, Mac and Bone in the morning, and Randy Slack from ESPN Wilmington at rslack37 on Twitter. Uh, be as funny as you want here. Which U.S. Big Four franchise will be the first to get sold to the sovereign wealth fund of a nation state? Randy. <laughs> uh, well, my first reaction when I think about all this stuff is that the UFC is ripe for a big-time competitor because they underpay their dues and the Saudis have a buttload of money. But then again, I don't know if they can compete with the conglomerate that's there with the with the WWE and UFC and Endeavor or whatever. So to give you an answer here, I think it has to be an NHL team because that's the, that's the league we care about the least. Oh, wow. So that's the one that could fly under the radar the most. And if we're thinking the NHL and we're thinking of teams no one cares about, the Arizona Coyotes are the only choice really to get. Oh, my gosh. You know uh, the Emirates will be all over the Coyotes, uh, especially since it's a desert. Uh, even right. better. Uh, Travis, did you, you have an entry here? Yeah, I thought about this when you said it for the last hour and a half, so I'm prepared here. I know that they <laughs> like the NBA more over there than they used to. I don't think it would be baseball, but I just went to the, the most obvious ones. I looked at the most wealthy franchises in sports. It's the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, getting older, Robert Kraft, getting older. Now, we expect that it probably would stay in the family, but with all the money that they have over there, the Cowboys are worth $8 billion, the Patriots $6 billion. Uh, could the Cowboys, could the Jones family or the Kraft family, if they offered like $20 billion, really turn all that down? Honestly, like would they, I agree. Would they turn down? I mean, who knows what they could, they could offer whatever they want. They could double the, they could go 16, 17, $18 billion, so... I'll say Cowboys or Patriots, although the NFL might be harder to crack into. But I'll just I'll just go yes. with that answer for right now. Yeah, they have such a uh, th- th- all of the owners in the NFL are squeaky clean. Uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't approve. They wouldn't approve. You know, uh, whatever. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, at R Slack thirty seven on Twitter, Randy Slack ESPN Wilmington at T Bone WFNZ, Travis Hancock Mac and Bone in the morning in Charlotte. I appreciate your time, gentlemen. Thank you so much. I knew this would be fun, and I think I, I might have been right. Certainly, uh, I wasn't wrong. Uh, so that's good. We win. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. You got it. Always a great time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.